All right, hey, we got uh, Dylan Wright uh, on the phone again here after his second MXGP back at the same track there. Uh, hey, Dylan, uh, hey, again, I know it's getting kind of late over there, but uh, hey, thanks for very very much for chatting with us again. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Just finished out the second day back at the apartment there, kind of chilling out, you know, getting uh, getting ready to get some rest and stuff, but uh, yeah, it was a good day. Okay, well, I mean, it's kind of funny because I couldn't be much farther away from you uh timing wise i'm on the west coast here so i'm nine hours behind here so it makes things a little tough uh, especially setting the alarm for 4 15 to get up and watch your races <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt it's definitely an early one for you guys even for like jad and uh you know my parents and stuff back home she's a little bit early sometimes for qualifying um not ideal all the time but uh you know i guess the canadian fans you know you got to do what you got to do i guess <laughs> hey uh can you do us a favor and make sure you get up there in that top four battle so we get a little more TV time? The top four? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get on that. <laughs> man, those guys are, that's, that's incredible. But, okay, man, well, let's... I need, uh, let's... To, uh, I, need to find a, I need to find a couple seconds of laps if I want to be up there. And, a, and like, a, maybe a decent start and probably help my, you know... Well, it's, it's pretty funny. If you look at the lap times, man, you are, you're right in there. It, I guess it does come down to a start, right? Like you watch the guys like you were battling like Bodgers and stuff. Next thing you know, he gets a start. He's up there in seventh, eighth place and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of in that, um, kind of in that like six to ten spot with like Olsen, Bodgers, and those guys, like kind of the same speed as them. It's just like the start, especially on the track that we're at right now, is about 80% of the race. <laughs> 80, um, yikes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, there's not much you can do. And if someone, like, I got screwed so bad in the second moto. Like, I got up to whatever, 12th or 13th, and got absolutely screwed. Because if someone wants to screw you over, they, they can. Because, like, if you ride the inside and push you wide every time, you're there's no way you're getting by. So it's kind of a track where the start is um, starts definitely key. Yeah, it's, I, I couldn't really, I don't even know how to put my finger on it, but it's just such a weird track for exactly what you're saying there. I've never seen, you know what I mean, as opposed to a, maybe a Supercross or something where you come into these corners like that. But it's just, I thought the lines in the corners looked a little better this this time compared to uh, on Sunday, but I don't know. Maybe, obviously, you can tell us that. But uh, I don't know. What did you think? Did the track change for the better this time, or was it just the same? Um, I think... Uh, it was a little bit more of the same. I think for the first moto, it was probably a little bit better. There was a couple different options um, passing-wise. Passing was a little bit easier. Um, but anytime it kind of gets drier for the second moto, it's just terrible. Like, you go inside, and then and then you basically bank off of a wall. Or you go outside and cut down. But um, if you go outside and cut down, you leave the door completely wide open for the guy behind to kind of clean you out. Yeah. So it's kind of like a game of chess. Um, you know, it's it's not easy because the guys over here, like, I mean, I know some Canadian people think I'm aggressive um, in my riding, but um, they need to come over here and watch a GP because um, I'm one of the nice guys. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that may need to change real quick. Yeah, well, it changed a little bit today in the in the first moto, second moto, a little bit. Um, where I was, I was like, well, if, you know, if you want to, if you want to pay the toll, you got to rock and roll a little bit. So I was like, screw, it, I'm going inside and I'm going to the wall. And if Buddy doesn't put on the brakes, well, then I'm going to smush him against the wall. I mean, that's basically kind of the options you got. 
Um, so that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what went down a little bit. I got a little bit of more aggressive today, but it's all moves that like, if I did that in Canada, people would be freaking out. Right, right. Okay, well, well, let me let's, uh, let's kind of break it down a little bit here, kind of look over the day sort of thing. So, uh, I mean, obviously, we kind of joked, it wasn't obviously a joke, but we kind of goofed around a bit about your uh, qualifying and stuff like that, and not really realizing that's what counted for both motos and not, you know, not staying up for the whole time and pushing. Uh, and hearing it a little bit from your team kind of thing but so what did you do i know you uh you obviously qualified a little better in 21st this time what uh what did you do what did you do this this week yeah this week I, oh, it's tough right because for me for qualifying like i've never really been um a qualifying kind of guy like i've always been more of a game time guy in the motos um you know if i qualify a couple seconds back i know that i'm probably going to still be able to win like in canada that is just because um, that's kind of the rider I am, like it kind of, you know, takes me a little bit to get going in the moto, and then once I get into a pace, I'm good. You really um, are cop. You really are following uh, Colton Fasciotti's footsteps there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But over here, you don't really have the option because everybody is within like a second. Like I qualified 21st, but I was I was under a second off of qualifying like 10th. Wow. So um, yeah, it's definitely tricky. But the guys here too, like. They literally just hold it wide open for a lap and hope that they don't crash, I'm assuming. <laughs> and, like, if you've seen the dirt here, you do not want to crash because it's concrete and with rocks on top, and it wouldn't be fun. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I just tried to play it smart. I was also trying to find a better setup today as well. Uh, so I changed my fork height probably four times within that qualifying. Oh, wow. uh, free practice and qualifying just trying to find a, a little bit of a better setup be smart about it a little bit and not you know just ride something and try and figure it out and like actually you know search around a little bit and get a better setup so uh, that's pretty much what I did and then I put in a, a couple of good laps but um, the track goes away pretty quick because everybody when they're on their fast lap they just hold it wide open and hit whatever's there available and then eventually it just gets blown out so mm-hmm. um it's um like it's tough it's not easy and i mean the track is the track's tricky to go fast on because every time you try and push you end up sliding out so you kind of got to be patient but also try and push at the same time and it it's uh it's not easy right right hey i was gonna ask you you mentioned changing forks and stuff during practice and stuff like that but uh i mean did you have more time uh between early in this week with the team like did you guys do any what did you do i know you said your 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 guy had your bike torn down and framed and everything but uh, were you able to did you change anything heading in that you knew you wanted to change or just what did you do yeah i changed a couple things more like uh just clickers and stuff to kind of change it before practice so i had a better starting point from like where i ended second moto um so i did a little bit of that and then i uh, a couple things for starts to try and get them a little bit better off the grate, but um, this week I'm actually, because we have a little bit more time, we have an extra day, so I'm actually going to probably go practice on Friday or Saturday um, before Sunday, because we have a little bit more time. I'm going to go practice and try and find uh, a little bit of another better setting for Sunday, because I'm kind of searching. I'm a little all over the map at the moment, trying to find something right. good. So, um, yeah, it's not easy. I mean, <laughs> you'd think it'd be easy just coming over here and uh, everything would be great, but the tracks, this track especially, is very European, so uh, makes it a little bit difficult um, for me kind of just jumping in on this one, but uh, it is what it is. I'm, uh, we're working, we're, you know, we're slowly getting, we're slowly getting a better uh, better setup here. 
Well, I mean, again, it's like you watch some, you know, a Canadian go down to the States and do a race, and it's like, yeah, you finished whatever, but look at the riders ahead of you. They're all factory riders. And that first moto, you're out, like outside the top 20 to early, and you worked your way up to 12th, for goodness sake. And, I mean, the riders you were with, uh, take, us through, uh, take us through the first moto, man. That was uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, obviously the start was okay. I ended up starting beside two really good starters, apparently. That's what I got told afterwards, because, <laughs> like, mechanic and everybody has to go before you pick your gate. So, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, oh, sick, this gate's open, and between two guys, I'll take it, whatever. It's a little <laughs> bit closer to the inside. Um, I did, but whatever, it was okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the start was all right. Um, it's just like with that second corner, you just get jammed so bad. Going right. Through, like, into the second corner that you don't have a choice but to hug the inside but then everybody comes to a dead stop so it makes it a little bit tricky that's yeah, s-turn starts uh, man those uh, are tough yeah yeah it's tough because you don't like you don't want to go down because that would not be ideal but you also kind of want to run it in and try and find a hole but sometimes there's not a <laughs> hole because there's like four guys wide trying to hug the inside so um kind of tricky you're kind of just playing pinball a little bit until you get to the finish line jump um <laughs> But for me, I basically just hug the inside on the first three or four corners and hope for the best because this guy's pretty much going everywhere. Um, so that's kind of my game plan at the moment. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was able to make some good passes early in that race too to, you know, maybe get into 15. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was actually, like, running good times to be, like, about seventh or eighth in that moto with my, with my times. But, um tough to get there when yeah. you start a little bit further back but it's um it kind of it it kind of is what it is at the end of the moto like i was i i was uh catching olsen and olsen finished like eight but i was catching him but then you know you get caught behind a guy or two and then it takes a while to pass because the track's super one line and not easy to pass on so it's kind of uh makes it tough and then i was trying to make a pass on i think it was Bogers or um, something like that, and I made a I made a little mistake with about three laps to go, which kind of screwed me. But um, yeah, I guess twelfth was the best I could do. But I was a little bit disappointed because tenth was pretty much I pretty much had it if I could have just made a couple moves. But um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, like I was you know watching the uh, the live stream and everything, and watching and moving over to the live timing, and I could see you're in that group, and you guys were so close, and it's like. Oh man! It's, uh, again, you're trying to make a pass, but you try to go off the line, like you say. Someone's going to stuff you from behind, and and you're going to lose a spot instead. Yeah, that's it. Like you, that it screwed me in the second moto. Giot or whatever screwed me pretty bad. But uh -huh. like you say, you go off the main line, and then the guy right behind you because you're in a pack of six or seven riders, which we don't really get in Canada because um, it's a little bit more spread out. But right. here, like you're in a pack of six or seven guys, like you make a move and go outside to try and cut down but the other guy's wide open gonna clean you out so <laughs> yeah it's kind of like you guys it's really a game of chess you gotta you gotta really try and figure out where everybody's going but i mean it's a little bit tough uh, especially when you're trying to make a move and you don't you know you don't really know because sometimes the outside has you haven't used it all race but you're like oh screw it i gotta try something um but uh, yeah it's not easy right yeah i mean if if you're watch the uh the video Hurling's doing the same thing with Fevre all over him. He, you can see him looking over his shoulder in the in the air, just trying to see where he was going to go and trying to do the opposite and just trying to keep him behind. So it's like, like you say, it's a little, 
a little bit different than uh, obviously over here and stuff like that. But okay, what? Well, so let's a uh, twelfth. Obviously, you the team had to be happy with that. Let's move on to Moto Two. I mean, again, not a great start. You're listed as twentieth, I think, in the at the early or something like that. But you moved your way up to fourteenth, but then slipped it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I got fourteenth. Uh, well, thirteenth at one point, but then uh, I was I actually passed a bunch of the guys that kind of finished ahead of me. Uh, I passed them, but then I got behind uh, Valentin Giot, or anyways, Swiss rider. Yeah. And he ru- he pretty much ruined my race for me. Cause, like, oh, shoot. I would go outside to try and pass him, and he would, like, look over, jump the line, cut me off, and then, like, the guy behind me, like, Patrell, I think, because I had just passed him. <laughs> um, or not Patrell. Um, shit, what's his name? Um, that's for Jackie Martin. Um. I'm trying to think. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, um, Jacoby, I just passed him, and then he like saws me off and passes us both. I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, hold your <laughs> line at least. Um, so yeah, he did it like twice, and then I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna clean this guy out. But then he just rode the inside the entire like next two laps, and I'm like, oh my god, I was getting so frustrated. And then, like, every time I'd try and make a move, like, a guy right behind me, because he was, like, he was fading pretty bad. So, like, we are going, like, he was holding me up, but, like, we were going backwards. So then, like, the guys behind would catch up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like, I need just need to get by this guy. But then, like, I'd try and make a move, and then the guy behind me tries to clean me out. And I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, like, this is not ideal. So then I ended up passing the other guy back. <laughs> I think I passed the same guy, the one guy. I forget who he is, but I think I passed him four times. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and then I finally got by Giad and the other two guys, so I was running pretty good. And then a lapper got squirrely on one of the slick sections, hit me, I went off the track. Oh. Uh, yeah, and then I, I jumped back on the track, and then I, you know, I used the main line, and then uh, Lupino goes inside, drifts wide, smokes me like really hard probably third gear wide open he like smokes me and then my uh rear brake lever bent like underneath the cases oh, wow. <laughs> so i had no rear brake for like three laps and i mean if you ride this track you need your rear brake like it is not ideal yeah so sure. i rode around the last three laps with no rear brake and just basically salvaged what i could do um but uh, yeah, it yeah. was. I was pretty pissed off because my pace was feel like I was charging towards the top ten, and then um, Giad really, really screwed me over. And then it was kind of like a downward spiral after that with the lapper and everything. I was like, could anything else go wrong right now? Because <laughs> I was feeling pretty good at the start, <laughs> like you know, like passing Jacoby and you know, kind of moving towards the top ten. But yeah, not ideal. <laughs> All right, so I mean, obviously, fifteenth overall, the combined score is uh, nothing to nothing to scoff at. That's for sure. Obviously, you want to be doing better, and you know you can. Like lap times show that and stuff. But so it starts. Obviously, we're going to need for uh, this coming Sunday. What's it when you go back again? I asked you this last time too. But what, what team thoughts? What are the, what's the team saying to you? Yeah, I think the team's like pretty stoked with you know my speed and kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah, like again, there used to be you know like a. Ruben again today, like podium team. So um, they're just kind of there for me, if, you know, try and make everything better with the bike. And 
um, helped me kind of move in the right direction for an MXGP track and not a Canadian track. Um, so, you know, like they were pretty stoked with my lap times and, you know, where I'm finished, like my finish with the 12th and stuff, like they were pretty happy with that. Obviously, because it's 17th, they could see like kind of what was going on and I, they were like, yeah, it's kind of just unfortunate, but, um, you know, it's, it, I think everybody's pretty stoked. The team, I think the team's really happy actually, cause they're not a MX gp team they're an mx2 team so right. to have a mxgp guy you know kind of fighting towards the top 10 i think is pretty is pretty good for them i think right now now when it just kind of a weird i don't know how to how to ask this but like when you're out kind of when you're in the race like are you comfortable like does it feel normal or do you feel like you're somewhere else does it feel totally different i mean i guess the track is different but what do you what do you what's going through your mind when you're out there is it just another race or how does it feel yeah i mean it feels like uh it feels like another race but you're like um, it's more of like a game of chess than it would be in Canada because it's, uh, Canada is a little bit more spread out. You know, you can be a little bit comfortable. Um, whereas here, you're kind of always checking over your back, making sure like you're not going to get cleaned out because everybody is a little bit more aggressive and rides kind of more on the edge over here. Um, so it's more of like a. It is more of a. You got to be thinking a little bit more um, methodical um, on like the moves that you're going to make. Um, other than that, I mean, you don't really notice the fans unless you're around a um, Italian guy, right? <laughs> you can hear the chainsaws and stuff. But um, other than that, I mean, on the start gate, obviously, you know, I look up and I'm like, oh, shit, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> and, like, uh, you know, like the track's all dressed up and stuff. But, um, I mean, Rio, sick once the gate drops, it's just another race. Like. Right. I don't care what's on the back of the guy's jersey in front of me. If he's going a little bit slow, I want to pass him, you know. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't care if factory bike, not factory bike. I don't give a shit. If he's, you know, if he's the next guy ahead, he's the next guy I want to pass. So that doesn't change much. But um, for sure, like the environment, I think I'm getting used to a little bit now, you know, being a little bit calmer. Because at first I was like, I was like, man, these guys just want to kill me. Probably because I'm like the new guy and they don't really want to get beat. You know, so it's like I have a little bit of a target on my back, but um, I think now it's kind of it's getting a little bit better after today. I think right because you know through the pits and things, especially after you know the motocross of nations, your qualifying time and everything, and you know it's gone through the pits that oh the Canadian champs over here let's uh let's show them what's up, <laughs> let's not let them get ahead yeah, of us. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and I mean these guys are all you know fighting for rides and jobs and stuff too. So I mean I don't. I don't necessarily blame them. Like I said, sure. the, the European guy came over to Canada and was fighting against me for a championship. Like, yeah, I don't like the guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. That's racing. Okay, well, what, I mean, you kind of answered it, but uh, I have to ask you kind of like, now you've done two. So what you've learned is the aggression maybe and then starts are super important. I mean, I think that's all going to change a bit too when we go to, back to Mantova. Well, not really, but you know what I mean? The track's going to be different. But is that what you'd say you'd learned? Is that uh, you just have to work on those starts? Yeah, the starts are definitely key here, and obviously qualifying is a little bit more important right. um, than it is at home. So uh, I gotta work on that a little bit. Um, but yeah, that and like just riding clean laps because a lot of these guys like they're all riding the edge a little bit. Um, so they're all kind of making some mistakes. So if you can ride like a clean lap, even if you don't um, hit every section nearly as fast, but they're bound to make a mistake. So it's kind of like you can hang back and wait for it a little bit. Right. Um, so that's kind of something I've been learning because it's like there's a lot of guys that go down because everybody's just wide.
wide open. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's kind of what I've learned a little bit. But um, at the same time, you can't be sleeping because the next guy behind you is going to clean your, clean your clock. So, right. um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a different mentality over here, too. Um, you know, they everybody wants to win, I guess. <laughs> Well, when you see the times, and there's so many, well, I mean, not, there's four guys, or uh, Prado thinks he's in that group too, but uh, there are basically three guys, four guys, I guess, that uh, have a real chance of win. Those guys are, like, you know, the lap times obviously are a little bit ahead, but that group behind, like you say, man, 6 to 15, it's like anybody's game. Yeah, pretty much. It's a lot of, yeah, like you say, it's a lot about the start too. Uh, yeah, for sure. Through the first couple, three, four corners clean and getting a good start, I mean, that's for sure helps a lot like a lot <laughs> but um yeah i mean those four the top four guys are pretty gone but like uh, it's two seconds a lap so i like i think about it i'm like eh, you know two seconds a lap it's a lot but it's not that much like if i can just keep working on some stuff maybe i can get there eventually but it's just the pace that those guys are able to carry like right uh, they're able to ride that pace like fairly clean and smooth so it's um yeah, it's impressive. I think some of it's the bike as well that kind of right. helps them do that a little bit. But um, yeah, they're they're fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we got one more race there, and then I think uh, I think you're really gonna, have, you know, come into your own a little bit more. It'd be more comfortable, and the track I think is gonna suit your style better when we get to back to Mantova and stuff. So that's gonna be cool. But uh, yeah, Dylan, man, I I mean, uh, thank you very much. I mean, we don't wanna, I don't wanna get you bored of doing these because I got uh, we've got three more of these to do so i don't want to uh i don't want to keep yeah, it too we, got, we got three more to go so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well thanks man i mean um yeah thank you very much for doing this i don't know if you want to uh thank anybody again or uh whatever you want to do and then we'll uh, we'll let you get uh, i guess get to bed over there yeah, yeah yeah no worries i uh yeah i like to you know keep everybody updated a little bit on kind of what's going on so this is, uh, this is cool to do and um yeah hopefully people listen and <laughs> uh, kind of get the inside scoop, you know, kind of what's going on. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, can't thank Derek and Carrie um, enough for kind of really making this happen. Um, uh, Honda Canada, GDR, Fox Racing, uh, the team, Justin, Braden, everybody in the shop back home, our mechanic Antoine here, uh, framing the bike tonight. Probably, I'm assuming, is what he's doing. So, uh, getting it ready for uh, Sunday and. Uh, the 114 squad, the HRC boys, um, you know, for having a good hospitality and everybody's super chill. I've, you know, I've been hanging out with them a bunch. So, um, yeah, just everybody over here, you know. All right. Teammate, shout out to him. Another podium today for Ruben. So he's, uh, he's killing it. So um, just everybody. Uh, everybody that's, uh, you know, following my adventure over here. And, uh, yeah, thanks you for conversation and yeah, just everybody tagging along it's uh it's good it's gonna be it's gonna be a good ride these last two rounds i'm kind of you know i'm getting a little bit more comfortable here so it should uh, should be interesting all right cool well again thank you very much for your time and uh well we get you through 20 to 30 minutes of i know you're over there by yourself so we'll get you through some uh hear a canadian accent for a little while anyway yeah yeah, yeah there you go exactly <laughs> all right dylan good luck sunday man we'll all be watching again yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, see you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.